0: Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by listeners like Anconios and Mad Money. Thanks to their generous donations, Erotic Awakening stays on the air. Dig it!
1: Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes power exchange relationships and leather life bdsm to polyamory as well as simply fun kink each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms this podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics if you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law we recommend you stop listening right now Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. How are you feeling? A little under the weather.
0: I too am coming out from being a little under the weather, but starting to feel better. Hope the voice sounds okay.
1: So I'm hoping so. I think mine's just starting, or yours is just ending. Yes, and we'll pass it <laughs> back
0: and forth between you, uh, me, and the cat. We'll, yeah, yeah. Actually, now for this week, we could pass it back and forth between you, me, and our house guest, which
1: we still haven't named.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, no! We're, we're calling her Chris.
1: Okay, I cool. checked
0: on that earlier. I was wondering about awesome.
1: that. <laughs> it's um, like she may end up with a weird name, too. So, uh, Chris <laughs> has been staying
0: with us for a few days. She's been wearing a temporary collar of mine, and uh, she's been in service to you and me and the house, and it's mm-hmm. been quite a joy to have with us for Absolutely. the last couple of days. She's sitting there watching us now, saying, oh, this is how it goes live. And now she's revealed, now she understands that when she listens to it on the podcast, that it's actually nine times we start and end before we get it straight um so there's that um so we actually have a lot going on here so we do have a lot going on here we have not just guests in the studio but uh, a whole page of other stuff that we have to go through But but (laughs) what we're getting to is uh recently we just came back from cope and at cope raven did a uh wonderful keynote oh
1: yeah so um so Raven Kildera, and he did a great job with the, with the uh, keynote speech. So it was actually kind of neat because we were talking to him beforehand. And he's like, yes, I've been told to keep it under 10 minutes, which is a challenge in itself. And I need to uh, involve the audience, which is a challenge in itself. And I need to have fun, which is a challenge. And he got up on stage and actually did really well. So Oh, he was
0: fantastic. Yeah, he, really, neat key, really neat keynote. So, and
1: we're going to have that on the end of the End of the show, right? Yep, yep. So, we will put his
0: keynote, which I am—I don't know what his title for it is, but I am calling it If.
1: Mm, I like that.
0: So we will put that, and we got to uh, see Josh as well, yes, which jo- is... Josh, um, Josh Tenpenny, which is... Raven's boy. Yes. And um, we actually recruited him into our POTQ graduation ceremony. We did. Apparently he went out to dinner with some of the POTQ teachers, mm-hmm. and they really hit it off, and they really speak the same language and have the same uh, viewpoints towards... That kind yes, of Yes, and he's
1: all excited because he found the word Kadishti. hmm So, and it seems to be what he's been doing all along. So, and we're very aware of that feeling, you know, it's like, oh, there's a word for it.
0: <laughs> and we also have a question of the day and we also have the Susie update. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So, oh, well, we got all we, kinds of shit to get we do. to. Let's get going. Are you,
1: are you scrolling down? I added I, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I know.
0: Who we'll put that in there? Uh, I, do, I do want to start off, though, because I know you're rather curious about this. I want to start off with the email we got from Secret Slave.
1: I am. That's one note I did not add to the note. So, the,
0: um, uh, one of our listeners, uh, someone named Secret Slave, tweeted to our joint, you know, Dan and Don mm-hmm. Twitter account. Right. And said, How do I get a hold of Dan personally?
1: I saw that. Yes. And I'm like, hmm. Well,
0: they are not trying to get into my pants. Aw. I agree. <laughs> but they did send me something interesting. So open your little Uh-oh. the little iPad sitting I'm gonna there. i going to open a little iPad. And they sent me a link <laughs> to <laughs> this.
1: <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> it nice. is. Nice. It is a tentacle candlestick holder.
0: Yes. That's from Etsy. Yes. And there's one other page as well that she sent.
1: There is? Yes. How do I get to that? Or don't I?
0: You to, you've got an iPad. You should.
1: I should know how to do this. Where am I going?
0: <laughs> Up top. Up top. Yes. This little button to switch different yes. browser tabs.
1: Got it. I should. Be... <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Yay! It's a tentacle wall sculpture. Yes. <laughs> it's like coming. It's got like a a, a port hole, window hole from mm-hmm. a ship with a tentacle coming out through it and water splash around it. That's really cool. So I will add those links to the show notes. Most people have gargoyles and stuff in their dungeons. We're going to have tentacles popping out of the wall. Yeah, we'll have that whole Captain (laughs) Nautilus theme thing going. That would be awesome. So uh, thank you, Secret
0: Slave, for sending that over. Uh, She thought it would be nice if I set up a nice romantic dinner and had the tentacle... Uh, <laughs> candle holders there but...
1: George would have his own seat at the table <laughs> yes
0: exactly speaking of George I understand he's in some danger for those podcast danger? listeners who don't understand don't know George <gasps> he is. Uh, George is your big purple <laughs> dildo
1: big
0: tentacle dildo? tentacle dildo yes yes
1: we take him to uh, events with us now so he is our traveling partner and uh, yes he's in danger I just I just was given that notice this morning mm-hmm. so and i've been told by uh, my rule see we went to camp kink yes and i ran out of books and yes. i had promised him a book so it, it is on my to-do list to send him a book we were waiting for the box of them to come in mm-hmm. and he sent me a notice this morning that if i do not send him a book he's kidnapping george so uh my rule <laughs> the book goes out today. Yes. <laughs> With the other book that's going to California. <laughs> I I wonder if he did kidnap George, who
0: would make out better on that deal? Because I don't know if he would like a few days later just bring him back and say, No more, no more, <laughs> no mas. Uh speaking of the book, uh Susan Breton from Personal Life Media, the mm-hmm. CEO of Personal Life Media, just bought a copy of the book. Yes. And uh, we just interviewed her on some of the stuff that she's doing, and that'll be coming up soon.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so we great do have stuff. copies of the book. We'll be able to sign that and send that out today. Yes. Good. So send it out. Um, our shipment just came in yesterday. I sent one out to Denmark. Yay. Oh, That's, That's just right. so That's right. weird to, to write. Do you know I have to fill out a, um, what is it called? The, the form. That you have to... Like when we came back on the ship?
0: Yeah. Oh, customs thing. Customs thing. Really?
1: Yeah. I have to fill out one of those and and, uh, declare what's in the package. What did you declare? A book. A gift. Yeah. That's fun. I know. Well, it keeps them... Well, it is a book, and it keeps them out of the package. I don't want to put something silly on there.
0: (laughs) And uh, sticking with the international theme for just a moment, Mm -hmm. uh, for those listeners in... Australia, Australia. Australia. Aussie? I don't think it's called Aussie. I don't think they call it Aussie either. (laughs) Those in Australia, uh, no, we are not there. No, we're not. But but a good friend and the uh, person who wrote the foreword to the book, Dr. Robert Rubel, Mm -hmm. is at Oz Kinkfest right now. Yes. And um, you could go meet
1: him. And get a copy of our book, though it won't be signed unless you want Doctor Bob to sign it. I'm sure he
0: would, and he would, he may <laughs> have a nice signature. And you
1: could buy Doctor Bob's book as too.
0: Yes. So. And you could like say hi, Doctor Bob. I say hi to Dan and Dawn for me because we're <laughs> going to see him not too long in uh, the oh, future. Oh, we events. Are. Yeah. Uh,
1: Kinky College. Kinky I think. College. Yeah. So. So there you go. Kinky College. Uh, the theme of it is is something like meet the authors. So. So if you. Go to uh,
0: OzFest, Kinkfest, not OzFest. not
1: OzFest. I picture Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) Yes. And
0: if you see Dr. Robert Rubel there, Mm -hmm. and you're from Australia, you can give Dr. Bob the instruction when he sees us a month later at Kinky College to either give us a uh, punch in the arm or a kiss, depending on how you feel about us. A
1: kiss would be good. Punch in the arm would be bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You rather like being punched.
1: I like being punched, just not in the arm.
0: (laughs) You're a strange woman, sweetie. No, you know I what you do like? A boo-boo. Yes, you do have a boo-boo <laughs> on your arm still. And but and you also like being um, double teamed and duct taped and all kinds of stuff like that.
1: <laughs> I do. That was an experience. So we actually had uh, two podcast listeners turn in their card. Yes. <laughs> the card being, if you're a podcast listener and you see doing at an event, me, <laughs> yes. you get to play with me. So if you want to. If you want to. If you to. ask. So, and... They wanted to, so I got co-opted.
0: <laughs> uh, Chris is looking rather annoyed by this information that she was not aware of. before. Oh. <laughs> now she knows because there's been no play at the house here whatsoever for the three days you've been here. Right, That's right. right. Go right. back to drinking your coffee, young lady. <clears throat> so you had a wonderful scene. I checked on I you a number of times, mm. uh, and they had a one, and it just so happened. So very funny. We have if you're uh, paying attention. A while ago, we posted the. Erotic Awakening Spanking Bench, which was created by AIS Kink Labs. Yes. So... As AIS was having the event COPE, uh, mm-hmm. we broke down the spanking bench and we took it there so that everybody could use it. Right. And it just so happens the one piece of free equipment was? The
1: spanking bench. Right. So, so it's kind of got... neat. Yeah. We walked into the dungeon and we didn't know if we were going to be able to find a piece of equipment. And it was like in the middle of the room, there's this spanking bench. whoa. So it was kind of neat because it's built for my measurements. So I was able to get on it and be comfortable. And, you know, so between the caning and the biting and the Mm -hmm. pinching and the, the, oh, he really liked how the designs in the spanking bench are. Uh Because he liked to lay on top of me and then pull into the bench. So it was kind of like a physical body bondage. Sort of thing. So he would press me into the bench. So he was able to grab the designs on the oh. side of the bench and pull himself into my body to hold me down to the bench. So that was really cool. You know, the uh,
0: the equipment there, the AIS Kink Lab equipment, mm-hmm. and it just struck me that I bet if you wanted to start your own party, mm-hmm. but you're like, well, I don't have any equipment, mm-hmm. I bet you could talk somebody into making you a couple pieces.
1: Oh, more than likely. I bet. So... I,
0: and this, not as a favor, mind <laughs> you. It takes a lot of work and skill, but yeah, so you enjoyed your scene. I just wanted I
1: did, and they used um, so, like I said, we had talked about canes and thuddy and um, not really into stingy right mm-hmm. now. I, I go through waves of what I like, and um, they did an excellent job of co-topping and reading each other, and then they used the duct tape and i cannot say i've ever had duct tape used on me in a scene before but it was kind of neat because you've got the you've got the audio you've got the sound mm-hmm. as they're uh-huh. ripping it off the off the roll you know and then you can feel them it's kind of cool when they kind of lay it down your body and you can feel them tuck it in under the butt and you know so they're just taking their time it's not just a straight
2: You know, tape on there.
1: They actually take their time and have the energetic touch. And I don't know if they realize how much energy they use, but they have quite the touch. And then they rip it off. So it's all sticky and Mm -hmm. tingly. And yeah, so they rip it off. But then later, they had me so jazzed up that they went to pull more tape off the roll. Mm -hmm. And they did it right next to my ear. I had no clue. The the first time, I knew what the sound was. Sure. The second time... (laughs) We know duct tape. We know duct tape. But the second time, I didn't know what the sound was. It was just all audio it was really really neat neat so it just kind of shifted in sound and uh yeah very i'm feeling a little spacey (laughs) just talking about
0: it there's um so that was a fantastic experience and then absolutely the um there's all kinds of great experiences going on at Mm -hmm. the dungeons in cope um, and unfortunately there's the whole if you know what you what happens here stays here, so we really can't talk too much right, about it. Right. Uh I mean I think there's there's limits to that. You can mention can you say there was a Simeon? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, can you say that there was uh, there's just so many neat scenes that I would have liked to that I would like to talk about. And the dungeon was just jamming all night Friday, jamming oh, all night absolutely. Saturday
1: night. So lots people of people getting their kinks. Lots on. of moons, so awesome energy. And then we also had um, the Scarlet Sanctuary Friday night. Oh, my God. We announced, that. well, they announced at the opening ceremony that Scarlet Sanctuary, you can, and everybody was asking during the day, what time can we sign up? Not until we're getting ready to open. You know, there's <laughs> no pre-signing up. It's just not fair to everybody. So when uh, the opening ceremonies were over and we headed for the Scarlet Sanctuary, there was already a line of 25 people standing in the hallway. Yeah, it was insane. It was it insane. It was. We ran through our record, which was 42 people. Yep. We We've
0: certainly talked a lot about... POTQ and the Scarlet Sanctuary on the show, and I won't mm-hmm. rehash it too much, mm-hmm. other than say the, our new graduates were awesome. Absolutely. Uh, I ended up leaving there more energized, mm-hmm. and that lasted for days and days. And it still did. Con- it, it- eh, up until I, the, I let the sickies get to me. Right. But um, I, And by that, I mean having a cold, not
1: <laughs> weird
0: people. <laughs> That gets me too, but that's different. Yeah,
1: but it was amazing. We had so many givers that night that we were all able to rotate. Mm -hmm. So for me, and you really need to take breaks between working on people. It's just an energy thing. So we all made sure to take breaks after every couple of people and... Yeah, Friday night, instead of shielding when I went to go get food or to go to the bathroom because the energy was different than in the sanctuary mm-hmm. space, man, I was buzzing. People were coming up to me, and they're like, what's up, What's going on? And I felt like a bunny rabbit going, ding, 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 <laughs> ding, hug me, hug me, hug me. Got all this energy, uh-huh. and it was really amazing. So, you know, people asked me how the event went, and I think because Scarlet Sanctuary went so well as well, fabulous event. I had a really great time. Mm -hmm. So at Cope. Absolutely. So uh,
0: one other thing about Cope, and then that's the last thing we'll say about (laughs) Cope.
1: This may have had something to do with it too, being such a great event. Uh, Could be, could be. (laughs) Uh, Just so podcast listeners, we got Mo. We got Mo. We got Mo. So yay. So Melina Williams will be one of our guest podcasters on the EA Network.
0: Yep. Um, And she is going to take one of the Monday slots. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's second or fourth Monday. I don't remember. And um, the official, official announcement, and I'll post something about it, will come out soon, but... uh what about our
1: other couple that we got? Are we ready to announce no, them yet? No, we we're, we're not there yet. We're still okay. working on that one. Okay, then. but uh,
0: you know, when we asked on the list, uh, we said, "Hey, you know, who would you really like to have on the as one of the hosts mm-hmm. of the podcast?" And Melina, by far, got the most uh, support <laughs> and the most votes. And uh, we met, we cornered her this weekend and we said, "Hey, how, why don't you do a show for us?" And um,
1: sat down and hashed it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's ready she's, to go. Yeah, yeah, she's really excited about it, and it's going to. Um, well, we'll we'll talk more about it as as we prepare, but we're getting close on that one.
1: Well, well, I I had I was thinking of something else that happened to cope. and uh, we
0: have well,
1: and we, and we pictures. <laughs> we, we don't we don't really have time to talk about yes, that. Yes, we, we do. Go to yes, we do. Cleveland so. and Chicago
0: and stuff. So the other thing, I guess, that you're leading to you so is cute. Uh, we mentioned. Um, <laughs> thank you. I think. <laughs> we mentioned if you, uh, two podcast. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Last podcast. Help the me one with Barrack and Sheba.
0: Yes. On the Barrack and Sheba podcast, uh, BSing with Barrack and Sheba, we mentioned that if we managed to uh, come up with $250 in donations to the Sexual Assault Response Network of Central Ohio, mm-hmm. that I would put on a dress. Yes. As it happens, we came up with uh, $310 that people donated. Um, Between
1: PayPal well, and...
0: The, I was going to okay. say there's more to it than just that $310. <laughs> okay. There, well, and some of the, you were right. Some of it was the PayPal. Mm-hmm. Uh, some so of it was the bucket at registration. The neat thing about the PayPal was we had $42 in donations right.
1: from people that were not even going to yes. the event. You know, And I will post and pictures. And you thought you were going to get out of it because we only had $42. <laughs> well... Uh, I thought it was really
0: neat that uh, that people jumped in and, and donated money, even though they weren't going mm-hmm. to the event. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't get. you know, they, I mean, I'm going to post pictures, but, you know, just <laughs> from a supporting Sar, uh, Sarnco. S- SarnCo, that was pretty neat. So, and then another, uh, so that was 40 bucks, and then mm-hmm. another, uh, I don't I know, 250 or the... 80 or whatever yeah. in the um, little bucket that we set up out there, that Barrick sent out there, uh, up mm-hmm. there with a picture of me photoshopped on top of some chick <laughs> which I was not as pretty as that picture I have and, then, to admit. and then
1: there was a third way before the final way because you wore a garter belt
0: there was actually a fourth way so the third way so uh-huh. what happens is we made enough money so Saturday nights to the sounds of it's uh, <laughs> raining it's raining men, it's raining men. <laughs> Um, I did not need don a very pretty dress. Uh, it was pretty enough that you actually thought I, it, it bothered you. I know. You.
1: It, it bothered me. I cried. So, the first dress we picked out was just like, okay, Diane, in a dress. The second dress was Karen's, yes. and it was a halter top, swirly color, very feminine dress. Yes. And uh, yeah, I cried. My master was in a dress <laughs> or something. I don't know uh-huh. what That's... it was. Yeah. Um, interesting. But it was cute. Obviously. It was hot. <laughs> it would have been hot on anybody except for me. <laughs> I don't know about
0: on me, so to it's rating men mm-hmm. um I re- dropped off the robe, and there I was, all in a dress, and um <laughs> with the goatee. With the goatee, of course. (laughs) They didn't raise that much money that I'm shaving that fucker (laughs) off. And people were very enthusiastic and they were laughing and applauding. And I ran around my little, as you were about to say.
1: You had had the feathered uh, garter that they had made just for this. Uh So you got to wear the garter and everybody started flashing ones. (laughs) Did that surprise you? And we all started flashing ones from the audience. Uh,
0: as the number of people that were flashing money. Because originally we had the music. The whole thing was going to last 30 seconds. Right. And we realized after 30 seconds, Barrett Barrett just had to keep had to repeating, repeating it over repeating and over again. Music, because people are so. just very amused and very much enjoying
1: themselves. You were still dropping ones out of your clothes a little bit after that. Yes. we had to keep picking them off the floor. Where were you hiding those? I don't have a clue. Um, but then there was a final way. Oh, yeah. And then, so via...
0: PayPal and the Bucket and, and the, the garter, garter belts. We picked up three hundred and forty dollars in donations, right. which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But at that point, uh, Sir Top and Slave Bonnie, who were there um, presenting, right? Uh, they, on behalf of uh, the event Beyond Leather, they donated another one hundred and forty dollars or so, whatever it was, to make it an even five hundred dollars.
1: Right, and just like handed you their credit card and yeah. said, "Here, make it equal five hundred dollars." Yeah. Yeah. Wow, which is, is
0: which is really neat. Um, another
1: reason I'm even more
0: happy to be able to support their event when we head mm-hmm. down to Beyond Leather in April uh, April of next year.
1: Right. So and then Barrick stopped by here to uh, put the bench back together. Uh-huh. So and um, he was telling me that they had just dropped off him and Mo. Had just dropped the money off at Sarnco uh-huh. and told the lady at Sarnco how the money was raised. <laughs> showed her pictures. And everything. And the, the woman was just amazed. People don't usually just come in and say, oh, by the way, we did this, you know, fundraiser for you. Here's $500. <laughs> so, and uh, that was really cool.
0: So I will indeed, uh, I, I tell you, I do take the leather aspect of our lifestyle seriously. Yes. But it's important to be able to step out of yourself or step into yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and do something that for a good cause, even mm-hmm. if you end up looking silly.
1: Yes, but everybody had so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> I, I
0: was totally cool with the whole philosophy of
1: it, mm-hmm. you know, that it's okay,
0: until I realized, you know, one of the people in the audience is Jack Winella, Right. You know, who, if you're a listener, if you know who Jack Winella, is, you, you, you get why that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> but, um, you know, fuck it. I don't know. My so, philosophy is fuck it. I I had fun. People in the audience had fun. We made money for a great cause,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, everybody got a laugh out of it. And you know, after that, after it was all over, we went upstairs. I put on my leathers, mm-hmm. came back down, and if you looked at me different and said, "Well, the, that guy's really not a leather man because he puts on a dress on occasion," then you know, I can I can dig that. That's your opinion, and uh, fuck you <laughs> if you don't mind me saying so. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I don't. I don't. I really can't say that I care. Right. And, and and the flip side is, and now we're going to go off totally off topic. <laughs> if you see a guy wearing leather all the time, and very or a woman, you know, and they're all their leathers, and you say, "Oh boy, that's who they are," right? You know, you need to be careful of that too. Who we are really has got nothing to do with the clothing that we wear, mm-hmm. how we carry it with us. It's not who we project to be. It's who we are when no one is watching.
1: Absolutely.
0: There's philosophy of the day right?
1: <laughs> this early in the morning, <laughs> but we can't philosophize too much longer. We have a question of the day. We do. We still have a couple of things to, to talk about. So um, we actually have two questions of the day. So since we're oh. talking about the event, mm-hmm. can we talk about the second one?
0: I think it's kinda of the same question to me. Okay. I think they go together. Unless you're mm-hmm. thinking of something that's not on my sheet of paper.
1: No, they can go together, but um yeah, I got story different stories for each one though. So but uh the first one was If a dominant allows their submissive or slave to attend a munch or event without them attending with them, how would that reflect on the dominant and submissive? So, and, uh, well, my story with this one is, is that at first, I would never go to an event without you, right? So, I mean, it's, no, the munches and stuff like that, I wouldn't go to that. Oh, you're seeing that different from seeing it as an event. Yeah, I wouldn't go to an event by myself either. I've never gone to an event by myself. Okay. So, but um, I did You've start... You've been a load
0: of things by yourself, he says. Not... Disagreeing with her?
1: Not kink related. Uh,
0: so, uh, when you read this question... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. I see that the question actually points out, attend a munch or event. All right. So, mm-hmm. you want to talk about the big three-day event.
1: Or either, because I um, I had never been to a munch by myself. Mm-hmm. I'd never been to a party by myself. When we first got together, I mean, I'm talking like the first eight, nine years. Oh, I missed that part. I yeah. thought you were talking about now. No, not now. I'm leading up to now.
0: I blame the cold. Should I edit that last bit out or just keep rocking?
1: Just keep rocking. All right, keep so going. We'll forget where we left off. <laughs> So, but um, I know there are some MS couples right now that would not go separately. So some people think that it looks bad if a dominant allows his submissive to go to an Mm -hmm. event without him. Some submissives look down. If, you know, I was actually very worried the first time I went to a PR, it was either a PRS or a SMART Mm -hmm. event by myself. Because for years and years, they were used to me and you going together. And I was afraid of how people would look at me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm going without you. I, and the question always was, where's Master Dan? You know, where's Dan? Where's mm-hmm. your master? Where's, you know, why are you here alone? Is something going on?
0: Is something wrong? Is
1: something wrong? Exactly. So, you know, we're usually seen as a team. And I'll see on Fet Life where there are people like me that would say I would never go to an event by myself. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine not going without my master. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way. Now, of course, I'm talking from the slave side. You know, some masters go by themselves, too, and it's the same thing. Where's your slave? Mm -hmm. You know? So, but, um, of course... I got pushed out the door by you. (laughs) You know, there was nights that I was home by myself, and you wanted me to go have a good time. Mm -hmm. So you pushed me to start attending parties by myself. So that was a whole new skill that I had to learn. But I was worried about how people looked on us as a couple for a master to allow his slave to go to an event by himself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or herself. So, but I had to, to learn the skills of how to talk to people, how to be okay in my collar, you know, because I would still go in my collar, I would still go in my leathers, I would still, because trying to go incognito, right, I found right. did not work for me if I'm going to Cleveland or Akron. So, so
0: the interesting thing here is you've changed the answer, and I rather like this. Mm-hmm. The question is, how do people perceive them? Right. And the answer you're giving is, what are the benefits of doing it?
1: true because you learn new skills and stuff but you know I still felt like people were looking at me kind of funny or looking at you kind of funny for not being there to protect me you know and I think that has something to do with it too I had to learn how to protect myself right but how does that reflect on the dom or the sub I don't know I think there's still people out there that judge When somebody goes to an event by themselves. I will
0: give you my answer on this then. Okay. Fuck the bullshit. Mm -hmm. That's my answer.
1: Now, (laughs) I should expand on that a little bit. Yes, please. Who gives
0: a fuck would be the expansion on that. The Mm -hmm. reality is I send Dawn to events by herself because it is of value for me to do so. Absolutely. I go to events by myself on occasion. I take my... A poly partner to mm-hmm. an event, a three-day event. Mm-hmm. How does it reflect on the dom and the sub? Well, I tell you what, if you're curious, hey, is everything okay with you and your sub? Mm-hmm. Come on up and ask me. What right. are things with your sub? The reality is I am not trying to, by owning a submissive or a slave or property, I'm not trying to turn them into a mindless robot that cannot exist outside of my influence. Right. I'm trying to, and part of our core philosophy towards house meta is growth. Mm -hmm. I want them to grow. I want them to be a stronger person. I want them to, if the situation is such that I'm busy and you're not, or vice versa, that one of us can go to a munch and be around. Again, we come back to the idea is we don't go to these events to hook up. Right. This is a lifestyle for us. These are our friends. These are Mm -hmm. our peers. These are people we socially enjoy interacting with. Right. Munches are not intended to be hookup joints. Although they can
1: be. <laughs> they can be.
0: That is not necessarily their intent. It's right. supposed to be a, a social occasion. Mm-hmm. Events are intended, among other things, to be classes and education and social and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest challenge I had when I took Karen to an event was people saying, Hey, it's Dawn and, um, and, um you're not. Or, sorry, they would say it's Dan and some <laughs> person. Who is this person that's not Dawn? Right. Or they would say it's Dan and Dawn, not knowing they... That that wasn't, which is a little annoying and embarrassing, but I didn't have anyone come up to me and say, did you and Dawn break up? Mm -hmm. Is something wrong? I had people come up to me saying, where's Dawn? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's generic. It's sort of a friendly sort of, Hey, where's Dawn? We like her as well. We would like to see her. So I think that some people will judge you by this, but I think that you need to look at it from the perspective of, is it a value to yourself? You know, and your relationship. And I've often said, and I, we just don't get the opportunity to do this, but there's some, I want to go to an event by myself someday. Mm-hmm. And the logic behind that is I experience things differently when I go by myself versus when I go with you or I go with Karen or I go with Jim or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Not good, bad, right, wrong, but it's a different experience. I want to grow. I want to continue to grok life fully, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I have to, for myself, the, the how do people, how does that reflect on the dom sub? It doesn't reflect on the dom sub necessarily. It reflects, right. you know, and I would be cautious of being, of allowing that perception into my life too much, you know? Right. I understand where you're coming from. What you were talking about in the beginning, we were very concerned about that.
1: We were, and you know what? I have to correct myself in that I have been to an event by myself. I know you have. a weekend have. event, a leather leadership conference. Yeah. So, and that was concerning to me on how people were, were going to How'd you deal with that to see that. Well, I dealt pretty good, but I had gray dancer in my room too, so seeing a cute man walk around naked just kind of helped buffer that. <laughs> <laughs> is that? So, hmm? Is that all you saw? No, (laughs) no, I saw a lot more than that. Yes. So, but um, I actually had a lot of support from the people from um Cleveland. You know, because I I was having a little hard time going by myself because you weren't there, and um, but I had a lot of support from the people from uh, well, I had Chicago people, I had indie people, I had Cleveland people, and we just all kind of hung out as a group. Mm -hmm. So that went really well.
0: Now, to put a twist on this question, Mm -hmm. which uh, I see now where you're saying this is kind of a separate question, but um, how do you approach someone who is wearing a collar and is attending – well, I guess we don't know if they're there by themselves –
1: Right. You don't know if they're there by ah. themselves. Now, um, the experience, I've had a couple of different experiences with that. In that um, the party that I went to up in Cleveland, I still wore my collar. Like I said, I tried to go incognito. It didn't work. So I just put my leathers back on and said, you know, this, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, they did a little round table, a little introduction going around the room, uh-huh. everybody introducing themselves before the party. And I had to literally state, I'm open for play because most of the people there would see me and wouldn't know how to approach me. Mm -hmm. So, But I found myself standing in a corner watching with my hands behind my back and realized that I was in a standoffish sort of pose. So I had to make the attempt to open up my energy and to go around and talk to people and stuff like that too because they still weren't sure how to to approach me. And I've had that at um, a couple of other events like COPE and such where I'm actually serving high protocol dinner and I've got people approaching me, which is bad protocol, Mm -hmm. you know? And then other moments where it's perfectly fine to come up to me. So part of that is allowing people, you know, trying to give off by energy and stuff when it's allowable. But it all comes down to, you know, just do it with respect.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, the the problem with the whole question, how do I approach someone in a collar, is Mm that A... Collars mean a lot of different things to different people. Right. I mean, unless. So, situation one, you've, you're going to a, an event or a place or a munch or whatever mm-hmm. where there is clearly stated protocol. Right. Follow the protocol. But now let's talk about ninety the other 90% of the world. Mm-hmm. There is no clearly stated protocol. No. Uh, at an AIS event at COPE, at one of their perversion diversions, there's mm-hmm. no protocol, there's no global protocol. Right. So like you said, you just do it with respect. Right. If I'm approaching someone and they were wearing a collar and I am under any impression whatsoever that they're a collared to someone. Mm-hmm. I start off and I did this with Chris, if I remember correctly. I start off by identifying, hey, you seem to be wearing a collar. Are you owned by someone mm-hmm. and letting them make the statement? Yes, no. If the answer is yes, then find the person they're owned by and say, hey, you're submissive, is slave or whatever. Mm-hmm. I notice someone under your collar um, has a Woot.com t-shirt, and I wanted to ask them about it. Or uh, they're wearing a, 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 a Mala beads, and I want right. to ask them about their path. Or they got great knockers, and I want to play with them. <laughs> I don't think I would use the word knockers, by the
1: way. No, Good. probably not. No, it doesn't probably. seem like one of your words. <laughs> um,
0: I, and I think, if, I, and I may be incorrect, I think with Chris, I think I approached your... The person who appeared to be your dominant and said, "I want to compliment how beautiful your slave is." Mm-hmm. Um, simple, right? It's just like if you ran into a couple. Well, most people wouldn't run into a, mar- a normal couple <laughs> and say, "Hey, can I talk to your hot
1: wife?" Yeah, there's that voice again. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> no, because in that instance, the hot wife would be would say, "You can speak to me directly." You know, if it's in or that sort of the yeah. guy would be
0: busy punching you for talking yeah, to his hot exactly. wife. Exactly. So. Um, So there's no global protocol. So if you're thinking about, oh, I want to go to my first event and I don't want to screw up anybody's protocol, there is no protocol. Be courteous. Mm -hmm. If you want to approach somebody wearing a collar, and you've mentioned the the downside to wearing a collar is that people assume, unfortunately, sometimes that you're not approachable.
1: Right. And actually, at Cope, they're used to me now doing the high protocol dinner Mm -hmm. on Saturday and being in a space where I can't converse back and forth because I'm focused on what's going on with the dinner Um, because we do that in the social space, that Saturday I actually had people, and this is because they're used to me, Mm -hmm. you know, they came up to me and said, are you in a space where we can have a conversation? So, you know, that was very polite and everything, and I'm able to respond. But, you know, to me, if someone comes up to a slave in a collar and wants to talk to them, it's up to the slave to say what their protocol is, Mm -hmm. you know, and politely say what their protocol is, not expecting the other person to know. And,
0: and and then the last thing I want to say about this, mm-hmm. no matter how you do it, respectfully, courteously, <laughs> uh, protocol, blah, 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 you'll fuck it. Somebody will take umbrage to you doing it wrong. Oh, yeah. Somebody will say, how dare, how, how rude of you to speak directly to me without finding my master first. And someone else will say, how rude of you to go talk to him first. He don't own me. Right. You know, so...
1: Just don't take it personally and realize that's their filters and, you know, leave it on them. So if you do it with respect, that's all you can do. Absolutely. Be courteous to everyone. Yes. It would be my opinion. (laughs) It's like sniffle and snort.
0: If you have a question of the day that you would like to hear us fuck up or (laughs) any other reason you'd like to get a hold of us, we have a got comment form on the webpage eroticawakening.com. Com,
1: and I like to hear voices. So two zero six three zero nine zero zero five four. Other ways
0: to contact us, as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes and other stuff like additional pictures of Susie, can be found at
1: www.raticawakening.com. Yay! <laughs> so, so we have things coming up, sir.
0: Dewey, I hope oh, we I feel do. better by that.
1: I hope so too.
0: So this very
1: weekend, mm-hmm.
0: we are uh, doing a double header
1: in the Cleveland area, I we think. We are. We are. So we will be presenting for Mast and I'm pretty sure which is Masters and Slaves together up in Cleveland, and I'm pretty sure it is just a um, a living MS sort hey, of discussion. Just a discussion. Just hanging out right, with us right. and we'll be talking about our life and taking questions mm-hmm. and things like that. So pretty general. Yep.
0: And then off to SMART, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic group up there in Cleveland where we'll be doing our rocking presentation, What's Love Got to Do with MS? Yes. Did a fan... Uh, that's That's been very, very well received yes. when we've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting... Uh, and the Cleveland group, the the whole... Sm- all the people that participate in the SMART stuff are such fun people anyway. They are. I'm sure to go wonderfully. Um... We have to bring duct tape. Are you planning on scening?
1: (laughs) No, visuals. Oh, visuals! Yes, yes. That seemed to work really well. So then again, we can come up with something. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a prop there if we need them. Yes, absolutely. And then, how long until we're in Chicago? A month. Okay, so off to to Kinky College in Chicago. Yes, and we have a surprise at Kinky College. We do have
0: a surprise at Kinky College. Um, If you are a podcast listener and you will be in either cleveland or chicago as always please reach out to us we'd love to have a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. with you or um talk philosophy or (laughs) meditate with you or Or
1: play 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 yeah i was wondering how far (laughs) i was gonna get before that came out Um,
0: and share our secret and share our secret. yeah and we have been physically sharing our secret with people uh, at podcast listeners that we've come across mm-hmm. at like Cope and such, which by the way, we had a high level of. We did. We know you from the podcast. Yeah,
1: we did. Not even local people. Yeah, it so. was kind of a neat thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's where we'll be, Chicago. Um, if you like, oh, I don't know, teddy bears, you'll go rate us on <laughs> iTunes.
1: Yes. Or what? Tweet about us. I keep wanting to say tweet. No, no, no.
0: If you like teddy bears, yes. you'll go rate us on iTunes. Yes. If you like to ensure the safety of baby seals, you tweet about us.
1: Okay. But if you like that the football season has started, maybe lick us on Facebook. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. And I did say,
0: and we won't turn this into a podcast about football, but my Carolina Panthers did not look too bad. They may have a real quarterback. And your Redskins actually... What they do? I can't recall. They've never done it before.
1: What is it called? Did they win? They did win. <gasps> Yay! I didn't, I didn't watch you? the end of it. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was too busy doing something else when you were watching highlights. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love football season. I love the football season. So now another thing I want to mention is we're going to go back to um, trying another live. Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next this week.
0: All right, so here's the uh-huh. deal with that. Next Thursday at 7 p.m. will be the next live podcast.
1: Yes, which is, what is that, the 22nd? I'm <laughs> if you're looking... not
0: listening to this at the same day that I'm recording it, then this may get confusing. So, yes. yes, what so, date is that?
1: September 22nd.
0: Okay. If you would like to be on the live podcast on September 22nd, mm-hmm. you need to write us so that I can send you an invite. Right. I will send you an invite if you write us, and then you could call in mm-hmm. and join us. Or, and you can chat with us via the chat room, which I think is available anyway. I'm not sure. But you might have to, I'm not sure how it works, to be honest. So, yeah,
1: and we'll post the information on, on how to do that too. So, But we're looking at doing that at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, the 22nd.
0: Yes, and that's a penalty to those people living in California, like Sunshine, who are enjoying <laughs> the wonderful weather. Oh, and by the way, uh, Sunshine it did write in and ask if we were going to be at South.
1: Southwest. The one in Arizona, I can't... Southwest.
0: Southwest Leather mm-hmm. Conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're still in the maybe phase for that, so we'll have to let that percolate.
1: Yes. Anything else? I don't think so.
0: All right. Next up, we are going to listen to that fantastic keynote speech by uh, Raven, Raven Kildera. Kildera.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, it was... Um,
1: it was pretty neat. It was, it it was, was neat. I, I like what he did with the 10 minutes that he had. I did too.
2: Kingsters of Ohio and elsewhere, wherever all y'all came from. When Barak and Shiva asked me to speak tonight, they told me that it had to be fun, edgy, and have something to do with spirituality, and under 10 minutes. So, now my housemates claimed that if I had an Indian name, it should be no fun at all. So, I don't know about that first requirement there, and actually, I'm not so sure about the third one, either. I am a Northern Tradition shaman and a Neo-Pagan priest, but this is not my church. Nor my sacred grove. And while some of you may be interested in or even devoutly ensconced in a faith or a spiritual practice, it's probable that just as many of you aren't. And that's okay. So instead of telling you about something, something about what I believe and what I know, I'm going to use the word if. Because if is a wonderful word, because it brings us into a world of imagination and possibility without attempting to make us believe in anything. So I'm going to say if a lot. I'm going to ask you to imagine what it would be like if we all lived in a miraculous world where our lives were touched by holy powers, and if we lived, if we lived in this fantasy world, and if I was a channel, a conduit to those holy powers, and if I had the power to bless all of you with that energy. What blessings would I lay on you? Not just you, but kinksters everywhere. This whole demographic, what blessings would I lay on you? If, remember. First, if we lived in this world, I would bless you all with lots of really good orgasms. Okay, well, for those of you who are allowed to have orgasms, (laughs) not everyone is. They they get lots of less than lots of good anticipation <laughs> because in this miraculous fantasy world, it would be populated with holy powers who want you to be happy and have good sex lives. Yes. And if I had the power to bless you with that energy, I would channel that straight to you. If we live if we live there. And next, I'd bless you all with a love of diversity, so that you would be thrilled rather than freaked out when people of multiple genders and relationship combinations sashayed into your groups and circles. i strengthened that blessing until you weren't even the least bit threatened when the people who had bodies and choices like yours weren't the majority anymore. When there was no majority. When the array of bodies and genders and choices in your circles was like a big bouquet of wildflowers. Few of any one kind but complimenting each other. If we lived in this world, this miraculous world, I would bless you all with compassion so that you'd be able to get beyond your own fears and understand that the kinks and chosen lifestyles of others really do make them happy just like yours do, and that they're no worse for them than yours are for you. And I channel that compassion straight to you so that you could move beyond even your neighbors and kink and see new ways to change our society and our cultures and our whole world to become more sex positive and more tolerant of the wonderful things that we do here. I bless you with that compassion if you live in that world. I bless you with wider vision so that you'd be able to see beyond your own convenience and find ways to extend this community all over this continent and other continents to those less fortunate than you. The disabled, minorities, and people who have to live below the poverty line, for example. I would also bless you with lots of creativity so that you can find ways to do that. There is a huge untapped vein of creativity in this demographic. Just look at all the ways we find to have sex, you know, if we could go into a dollar store and discover 10 pervertibles to buy with our pocket chain, you know, it shouldn't be too difficult to figure out ways to make the occasional wheelchair accessible station at a play party, or figure out a way that that overworked single mother barely off of welfare can make it to the event of her dreams. I would bless all of you with an ethic of together we'll find a way because I already see that ethic in place are figuring out ways to get off. <laughs> so. i bless you with courage, especially the courage to come out and speak about your experiences whenever it's reasonably feasible. You wouldn't have to openly risk your jobs or having your children taken away, but there are hundreds of places where people can speak up without any risk except for some funny looks. And I would bless you all with the courage to do that. Because every time you speak out, you tell some lone person that they are not alone. And maybe, just maybe, you save their lives. If we lived in that world of miracles, I would ask the Holy Powers to give you the courage to save those lives. In this world of miracles and holy powers, I would also bless you with memory. The memory of what it was like to be a kid. And know that these urges dwelt within you. Do you remember being 13 or 14 or 15 and knowing that what you beat off to probably wasn't most of what, what, what most of your classmates beat off to? Do <laughs> you remember that? Because I do. <laughs> if we lived in that world, i probably channel an extra-large dose of that aforementioned creativity so that you could figure out reasonable ways to reach them as well. And finally, i bless you all with belief in yourselves. Belief so strong and deep that no matter what the outside world said, you'd know that what you were doing was the right road for you to be exploring. You'd never sit up nights wondering if you were sick because of your fetishes, or your choice of relationship style. You'd never purge your toys or inappropriate clothing, only be driven out to buy them again, and then purge again in (laughs) guilt-ridden sexual bulimia. (laughs) You'd never be too frightened to tell your darkest fantasies to the person who sleeps next to you every night. If we lived in that world I'm describing, I would bless every one of you with that unswerving belief in yourselves and no one's judgmental words can ever take that away. Because before we can wholly believe in anything else, we need to believe in that voice inside us that says, this is where I'm supposed to be going. And that's the voice that leads us into all the other places that I've described. And that's also the voice That leads us into lands of hope populated by your and blessings. And I want that for you, my fellow Kingsters. I want you to be able to say, we are all blessed, whatever that means to you. Thank you. (laughs)
0: done calling the cat yes we're doing our end bump Uh uh-oh want to have your product event charity or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast make a donation of any amount to the podcast and the first 10 second front bump of our show is yours we reach listeners around the world and what a bargain maybe it could be me not speak so good not read (laughs) write, correct proper write this out first next time contact dan and dawn at (laughs) eroticawakening.com
1: did you know you can buy the new highly acclaimed book Living MS by Dan and Dawn or support them by buying Erotic Awakening hey Chris, t-shirts do messenger actually, bags hold or hold coffee hold on hold on don't oh. interrupt
0: do you actually <laughs> listen to the
1: bump? does anyone listen to the bump? yes
0: Oh, better keep going then.
1: Okay, we'll keep going. But i have to start over because <laughs> no, I've lost my rhythm. Erotic Awakening t-shirts. Okay, so by buying Erotic Awakening t-shirts, messenger bags, or coffee mugs, all items can be found by simply visiting the shop and support page of the Erotic Awakening website. Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. People really listen to this? Yes, sir. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. Okay. Let's hope, man. <laughs> so let's fuck it up now that I know people are listening to it. That's fantastic, Dan. Well done. Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of The Kink Shop. The Kink Shop provides quality merchandise at affordable prices and features various BDSM implements created for lifestylers by lifestylers. Visit them online at www.thekinkshop.com.
1: And I would like to say we use their toys and the co topping team that that did me saturday night was also using their toys oh, really? mhm do they have a wooden strap on dildo no but that would be awesome no We'll figure something out. (laughs) So much of the music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe.
0: And when we say much of, we mean the end music. No, (laughs) the end music. Okay, the end
1: music. For music that has been crafted and designed specifically for scenes that can range from sensual to dynamic BDSM, visit them at www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan.
0: Bye, Chris. Bye,
1: Chris.